Why don't we just lift our voices for a moment right now? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's thank God. Amen. If the Lord has heard our prayers, why don't we just thank Him? He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Father, we give you honor. We give you praise. You are a good, good God. Amen. Isn't God great? Father, we thank you for answering our prayers. We thank you, God, for doing a miraculous work, God. Lord, I thank you, God, for the great report that we are hearing on the news about the ceasefire. Father, right now, we continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, we pray, God, Lord, that, Lord, your hands, God, will be upon this nation and your hands will be upon all those that are affected by this this war God this battle that is going on in the spirit Father in the name of Jesus God I pray for the peace of Jerusalem Lord again God I pray right now in the name of Jesus against God the agenda of the Antichrist God but God we lose God the kingdom of God your will be done Father in the name of Jesus hallelujah Hallelujah. God, we want to continue to pray for our COVID situation, God, around the world and in this nation. Lord, I'm asking, God, that your hands, God, will be upon our authorities, God. Be with them, Father. I pray, Lord, there there are new clusters, God, that is forming everywhere. Father, I pray that your hands will be upon this cluster. Lord, that you you will give us wisdom to know exactly what we need to do. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray for this nation. Lord, Lord, I pray, God, that the nation will not allow fear to dominate them. But God, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, that we will operate in soundness of mind. In Jesus' name, I pray for companies, God, that are affected, God, because of this partial uh, partial lockdown, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that your hands will be upon them, that you give them creativity in the name of Jesus to do exactly what they need to do right now. And we give you honor, we give you praise, God, because we have a Father who loves us. He will not leave us comfortless. You are our comfort in times of trouble. In Jesus' name we pray. And Father, before we move any further, Lord, we want you to receive our our giving, God. We want you to receive our tithes and offerings, Lord, that we can, Lord, use it for your kingdom and this special, this urgent hour, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, that you bless it, that you multiply it, so that we can use to see the expansion of your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people say, Amen. A good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tabernacle of Joy, a blessed Pentecostal Sunday. You know, I just can't help it, uh, you know, the Lord was just speaking to me, you know, every day. You know, I, I don't know about you, but when you look at the newspaper, there is sort of a, you know, a playlist that is going on and on every uh, day, you know. And, and if you know anything about playlists, if you have Spotify, you know, a playlist is where you select all those songs, you know, that you choose every day. You know, uh, I have a playlist for morning prayer. I have a playlist for, you know, when I, 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 I need something to cheer me up so I select special few songs to remind me the goodness of God and and, and likewise you know when we get up you know I I, I I every morning you know I play this playlist and it's it's always on repetition and and, and it, it sort of you know helped me enter into the presence of God but 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 recently you know I, I, I was just thinking about it you know uh, with the whole current situation the COVID and and and, and there's a playlist going on you know oh India this is going on Singapore this is 
is going on uh, around the world, Malaysia, the, and, 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 and all these playlists comes. And, and, and sometimes, you, you know, when we meditate upon those things, it, it, it start of make us fearful. You know, again, it's, it's good to be concerned, but I don't want to be in a state of fearfulness, you know. So what I need to do as a, as a, as, as a child of God, amen, I will have to retire the old playlist and replace it with new playlists, amen. Amen. The playlist that I will put on is God is still on the throne. The playlist that I still on is God, you prophesy this will happen. This is hope for me, amen. You know, again, it, there is still hope, amen, that God, God is revealing himself, his goodness, you know, and, and again, I need to retire the old playlist of, of, you know, everything around me is gloom and doom. I need to replace it with new playlists, especially as believers, we have a beautiful playlist from the Lord and we know all things will work together. Amen. And, and, and again, you know, I, I press in and, and, and not only the playlist is important, but you need to replay the playlist until it becomes natural. You know, again, it all begins when we are tired, amen, and we need to retire the old place. Have you ever heard of people that keep on bringing the old things up and up and up and up again because they are replaying the old playlist? And aren't you sad? Aren't you uh, 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 fed up with that old playlist? Sometimes I look at my playlist. I've been listening to this all day long. You know, maybe I should put on a new playlist. And there are many 365 promises out there, you know, or more, you know, of God. And we need to put on the playlist Stop, stop, stop listening to the old playlist that, that will only paralyze us. Amen. That you will not move you forward. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So again, you know, welcome. If you just join us, welcome to the Tabernacle of Joy. And again, today is a very special day. Today is Pentecost Sunday. Amen. So again, in Singapore, we don't celebrate Pentecost Sunday very much. But in America later on on the day that they'll be celebrating this thing called Pentecost Sunday. I want to talk to you today about Pentecost Sunday. You know, again, uh, we celebrate this occasion because of the reason behind it. We celebrate it because of its significance. You know, again, I, I want to share with you why I want to celebrate Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost Sunday is the first time the Spirit of God is being poured out. And I'm thankful to have this experience, this, this Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit experience, you know. Again, this is one of the major turning points of my Christian walk. And I've been a Christian for a long time. And I felt like, you know, Christianity is a bunch of do's and don'ts. And I don't feel alive. In fact, I feel dead. In fact, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, if the right word is, I, I, I feel like I, I, I'm suffocating with all these things, you know, until, until I received the Holy Spirit, I became alive spiritually and it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. It's wonderful to experience or to have the full born again experience. Amen. But, but, but before I talk about the experience, you know, of being filled with the Holy Spirit or some people will say the Holy Ghost, uh, I, I don't want to talk about the experience. I want to talk about how can I receive this experience. First of all, you must believe in the gospel. Amen. Everybody say, you must believe in the gospel. But before we turn to the scripture, why don't we open uh, this time up you know, and invite God to speak to our hearts. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before your presence, Father, I, Lord, we are thankful for the 
fullness of your spirit. Hallelujah. God, this was prophesied in the Old Testament, Lord. This is the refreshing. This is the place where you will change our old heart, a stony heart to a heart of flesh. And Father, we are so grateful for this wonderful experience. And, and I pray that all that are listening in today will have that experience. I pray, God, that Lord, even sometimes, God, as believers and people who are filled with the Spirit, Lord, Lord, it's been a while, especially with this lockdown period, oh God, that, that, that we are not used to navigating this, God. And, and I pray, God, for your sweet presence, Lord. We sang, Lord, we sang, Lord, that we can raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies, God. Lord, we can raise a hallelujah because of your Spirit that is in us. So, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that maybe there are people that are watching online that have not yet been filled with the Holy Ghost, God, that you will begin to stir them up, Father, that you begin to give them understanding. And Lord, and, and, and for some, Lord, they are ready to receive the Holy Ghost and you begin to fill them with the Holy Ghost wherever they are. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, we give you honor. We give you praise. Come on, everybody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. So again, you know, before we talk about this experience about being filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, uh, 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 in order for us to be filled with the Holy Ghost, you got to believe in the gospel. Amen. So let's look at the definition of the gospel found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 to 4. It goes like this. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved. If you keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless ye have believed in vain, for I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scripture. Amen. So you see, the, the gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. First, it begins with Jesus. If you want to be ready to receive that experience of being filled with the Holy Ghost, you have to, first of all, believe this gospel. And the gospel is about the death, burial, and resurrection of our Jesus Christ. And how do we respond to the gospel? Once you believe the gospel, the gospel will require a response. And to respond to the gospel, we need to turn to the book of Romans chapter 6, verse 3 to 5. Romans chapter 6, verse 3 to 5. And it reads like this. Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. So here we read that death, it means the repentance and burial is baptism and resurrection. Resurrection is being filled with the Holy Ghost, which is being 
walking in the newness of life. Amen. So again, you know, we, we will study this a little bit further on, but today we're going to explore this special event called the Day of Pentecost. Amen. Again, you know, the Day of Pentecost is not widely celebrated in many churches, but in America churches, you know, they are celebrated. Amen. So when you think of the word Pentecost, you know, sometimes people would think it as a, a name of a church. Pentecostal of Sydney, Pentecostal of, you know, Brisbane and so forth. You know, again, it is more than just the name of a church. It is more than just uh, uh, the denomination. Amen. So what is Pentecost? You know, uh, before we begin, let me help you understand about the New Testament. You know, X is the only connecting link between the gospel and the epistles, okay? So let's look at Matthew for a moment here. Amen. Matthew. Uh, uh, Matthew ends with Christ's resurrection. Luke ends with the promise of the Holy Ghost. Mark ends with Christ's ascension. John ends with the promise of Jesus Christ, sorry, promise of Jesus Christ's second coming, okay? So X is that link, Amen. And let's quickly move on to this scripture. Amen. I, I love this scripture. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 and 4. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one accord and in one place. And suddenly, everybody says suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and sat upon each of them. And they were all, underline the word all, filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues and the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Okay. What we're going to do right now is to watch a video clip on this experience and then we'll come back. We're going to talk about it. So sit back, relax, but don't get too relaxed that you fall asleep. Okay, so here we go. Not many days after Jesus had ascended to heaven, his followers were gathered together. Suddenly, there came from heaven a noise like a rushing wind filling the whole house. There must be a storm coming. They saw what appeared to be tongues of fire, which came to rest on each person. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit of God and began speaking in languages other than their own. Just as Jesus had promised, his followers were not alone, for his very presence was being manifested in them by the Spirit of God filling them. Outside in the streets, there were people from many nations, and each one of them, in their own language, heard the followers of Jesus declaring the wonders of God. And from that day, his followers went out into the world, sharing God's truth 
and love and forgiveness with others. In the name of the Lord. By his spirit, rise. They did the works that Jesus did when he walked among them, healing the sick, casting out evil spirits, and reconciling people to God. And their number increased daily. And so it has been from that time to this very day, whenever a person turns in faith to Jesus as the sacrificial Lamb of God and the risen Lord of all, their sins are forgiven and the Spirit of God comes into them, bringing eternal life. Those who have decided to follow Jesus have grown in number to include hundreds of millions of people. And according to God's story, the time will come when his followers will include people from every tribe and nation under heaven. Then, Jesus will return, just as he promised. Those who have rejected Jesus throughout the ages will be forever separated from God in the place that was prepared for Satan and his followers. Those who have trusted Jesus will know life as it was meant to be with God forever. Why don't we take a moment right now to thank God for this wonderful experience of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Why don't we thank God for this day of Pentecost. Amen. Why don't we just lift our hands. Let's thank God. Father, we just thank you for pouring out your spirit upon all flesh. Father, we give you honor. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we are so grateful, God, for you filling us with your spirit, oh God, the spirit of hope, the spirit of comfort. Father, we give you honor. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. This was no ordinary day. The day of Pentecost was the birthday of the church, amen. God's church. The day of the Pentecost was a most significant event in the history of the human race. The day of the Pentecost reveals the purpose and the plan of God in the creation of man. It reveals the purpose of the birth the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But before we can understand, we need to give you a little quick history lesson. Okay, let's begin. You know, let's talk about the first man and woman, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, they sinned. And because of sin, sin altered their innocent nature. And we have, all of us, because of Adam and Eve, have this sinful nature, amen. And that sinful nature is that we want to be in charge or we call it selfishness. All of us begin to allow that sinful nature to ruin us and that resulted in the wicked world. So for the first 2,500 years of man existence, God spoke to and dealt with mankind through their conscience and audibly. No written word of God at that time. But it didn't seem to do much good. During the latter 500 
years of the first 2,500 years, God chose a man named Abraham, a righteous man who loved God, gave him a son named Isaac, and eventually a grand grandson named Jacob. And in a confrontation one night, God changed Jacob's name to Israel. In his old age, he and his family moved to Egypt, and there his descendants became the nation of Israel. They stayed there 400 years. 300 of those years, they were enslaved by Egyptians. And finally, God raised a man named Moses, and this is where it gets interesting. Amen. Okay. Uh, God tells Moses to go to Pharaoh to let his people go. Pharaoh refuses, and then the plagues begin. Uh, water turned to blood. Insects and cattle's, you know, you know the story. Die, you know, they die. Balls, darkness, you know. After nine punishing plagues, God says to Moses, "Here's what we're going to do." God required the Jewish people to take a lamb and sacrifice it and put the blood on the doorposts. And when the Lord visit Egypt, when He sees the blood, He would pass over judgment on the firstborn. And they were to remember the day of Passover, not Pentecost yet, the day of Passover. And remember, all this time there had been no written word of God for men to live by. At Mount Sinai, fifty days after that Passover, where blood was shed to deliver Israel, God gave Moses his first written word on stones, tablets. That was the first Pentecostal meeting, fifty. Amen. You know the story. It's found in the Exodus chapter nineteen. If you want to read everything about it, go to Exodus chapter nineteen. Amen. But this was just a, a a a trailer. It was a foreshadow of something better to come. This all happened before the coming of Jesus Christ. Amen. So Pentecost was a joyful Jewish festival celebrating the wheat harvest fifty days after the first fruits offering. It is also to commemorate the day Moses received the Ten Commandments of Mount Sinai. Okay, but the Old Covenant version of this holiday was just a foreshadowing. Let me repeat again: just a trailer of the great spiritual ingathering that occurred after the dramatic outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the first followers of Jesus Christ. This time, the law of God wasn't engraved on tables of stone; it was inscribed on the hearts of men by God's Spirit. This time, three thousand people didn't die because they reached out and touched the sacred mountain. Three thousand people live because God's Spirit reached out and touched them. Pentecost was heaven's inauguration ceremony for the church, complete with rushing wind, flames of fire, and astounding display of speaking in other tongues or heavenly language. In that moment, the men and women gathered in the upper room were visibly endued with supernatural power, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and three thousand people were converted in response to Peter's preaching. What happened on Pentecost is a defining pattern for God's church then and now, and in the Old Testament. 
okay, in the Old Testament. Let's go back to the Old Testament, okay? Let's talk about this law for a moment, amen. In the Old Testament, the law, those commandments on stone, tablets was to lead and guide and govern and direct God's people. Let, let me show you the PowerPoint for a moment real quickly, you know, uh, okay? The, this law was to be the most uh, important thing in their life and it was the first written word of God. It was their guidance, it was their direction, it was their conscience, it, it's what they live by. Amen. And, and, and it's what separated them from any other person. Okay. Every time they did, everything they were was built on the law. Amen. It was foundation for their relationship with God. Nothing was more important than the law. Nothing took precedence over the law. They read it daily. They taught it to their children. It was what connected them to the almighty God. At Passover, the blood was shed. At Pentecost, 50 days later, God's word was given. Amen. So now, that was the first Pentecost that they have experienced. Amen. But this was just a foreshadow of the things to come. We find now, let's fast forward to 1,500 years later to 30 AD. It is Passover Friday. Jesus Christ has been crucified. His blood has been shed. And Joel calls him the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Three days later, he's, he's resurrected. He spent the next 40 days with his followers. Amen. And if you look at the, uh, 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 you know, the type and shadow in the Old Testament, you know, Passover was like the crucifixion, unleavened bread, unleavened bread was the burial, first fruit, resurrection, and Pentecost, the feast of Pentecost. Amen. It was the birthday of the church, the in gathering of 3,000 souls on the day of Pentecost. Amen. So again, I just want to give you and highlight this is the first time, you know, people are being filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay, so let's look at some scripture here. Amen. Uh, uh, you know, uh, on his last day with them, he tells them to go to Jerusalem and wait for the promise. Let's look at the scripture for a moment. What promise? The promise of his spirit being given for the first time, he says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And then in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26 to 27, I will pour out, sorry, uh, a new heart also where I give you and a new spirit I will put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you. Everybody say within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Amen. Okay. And another scripture here. John chapter 14, verse 16 to 18. And I will pray the Father, He will give you another helper and that He may abide with you 
forever. Amen. Forever. The Spirit of God, or sorry, the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you know Him for He dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. And one of my favorite verses, John chapter 7, verse 37 to 39. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood, cried. Jesus stood and cried saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spark key of the spirit which they had believe on him should receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified or ascend into heaven. Amen. Again, you know, this is a very interesting scripture. You know, it's in the last days of the feast, you know, I mean, I, I want you to think about it. You know, normally after the last day of a feast, you will be all so full. <laughs> but 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 there, there's going to come a time where people realize that whatever they own, whatever they have, is not enough to satisfy them that they will still be crying out and be thirsty. Amen. For the deep things of God, and they will cry out to God. And 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 the scriptures say that He believed on me, as the scripture has said, out of His his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Oh, by the way, guys, I did a search of this thing called belly. <laughs> Amen. It's not just belly that we have. The belly there is a figurative uh, meaning of the heart. So there's no excuse for us to have a belly. <laughs> Amen. Again, I want you to understand this, right? The scripture says, you know, uh, out of his belly, he did not say out of his mind, out of his heart shall flow living waters. Amen. It cannot come from our intellectual mind. It's got to come from the heart language of our worship unto the Lord. Again, what I find is really interesting is God is wanting to live in us. No one, no longer he wants to be separated. He wants to live in us. And, and again, the first Corinthians chapter 6 Verse 19 and 20, it reads like this, you know, uh, what, knowing not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, we are, which are God's. And Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery, among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. You and I can have this wonderful experience of how God is wanting to live in us. And that is what we call being filled with His Holy Spirit. So let's go back to the day of Pentecost. Let's, let's look at it real closely. So His followers, about 120, go to Jerusalem, to the upper room of a building. And there they prayed, worshipped, and waited for many days. And finally, on the day of Pentecost, 50 days after Christ's crucifixion had passed over, the greatest phenomenon the world 
uh, ever experienced. God began to fill man with His Spirit. It wasn't the law written on stone tablets, but rather it was grace and mercy written on the hearts of men. It was the Spirit of the Almighty God filling willing vessels of the flesh. Amen. Pentecost was not just an event that happened by coincidence or by chance. It was planned from the moment that sin entered the world in the Garden of Eden until the moment the wind began to blow in that upper room. And when those spirit-filled, spirit-intoxicated and spirit-motivated people hit the streets of Jerusalem, the church was born. Pentecost changed the world. I say again, Pentecost changed the world. Pentecost is more than just a name of a church. It is more than just a name of a movement. It is God's desire for our circular and humanistic world. It is our answer to this world. It is God's desire for every man, woman, boy, and girl. We are all born sinners. So Jesus said, you must be born again of water and spirit. Amen. Amen. Again, the way to receive the Holy Spirit is when you believe in Jesus Christ and you begin to respond by repenting and being baptized in Jesus' name. And then there is something more. God wants to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Amen. So let's go back to the book of Acts. Amen. Let's go back to the books of Acts. Chapter 2, verse 12 to 18. Okay. Acts chapter 2, verse 12 to 18. It goes like this. So they were all amazed and perplexed. This is the people around them who, were, who, who saw what's going on to the 120 saying to one another, whatever could this mean? Others mocking say they are full of new wine. But Peter standing up with the leaven raised the voice and said to him, men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words. For these are not drunk as you suppose since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And my manservant and maidservants I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. Amen. So let's turn to another scripture. This is the response of the people then. Okay. These are the response. And now when they heard, they were prick in their heart and said unto Peter, to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Amen. What shall we do? That's a responsibility here. Even Jesus Christ died on a cross. They need to do something. Paul said to, unto them, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off. Even as many as the Lord 
our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exalt, saying, save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they gladly received his word and were baptized. And the same day, there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, actually, 2 verse 38 records Peter's proclamation to the crowd. Amen. Peter said to them, Repent, be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of your sin. You see, they heard the gospel being preached. They were pricked. Amen. They needed to know, okay, now you told us the problem. So what are we supposed to do? So Peter stood up with the other apostles and says, Repent, be baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. And you shall receive, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Think about it. You can have the life of God in you. If you really want it, you can have the life of God in you. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Amen. Come on. God is wanting to fill everybody here with the Holy Ghost. Even though you have been filled with the Holy Ghost, you need a refreshing of the Holy Ghost. Because there are times, you know, life can have a tendency to replay all those bad news, all those stories that you are harboring on the inside and, and it quenches the Spirit of God because the Spirit of God is trying to convict you, trying to speak you, trying to reach out to you through the Word of God. But sometimes, you know, we rather go to a religious meeting. God wants to do more. He wants to light you up. Amen. You know, when was the last time God filled you up totally again? You know, especially with this COVID-19. Amen. You know, some people, they are just still struggling with the aspect of just flowing in the Holy Ghost because they are so dependent on things around them and and, 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 and and they are not lead up in the Holy Ghost. Somehow inside in their spirit, they are still dead down and dry. But but I'm here to tell you, amen, you can have the day of Pentecost experience again. That God can reunite that flame, ignite that flame again. Amen. Again, uh, you know, someone asked me the very important question. So how do I know that I got the Holy Spirit? Amen. How do I know? You know, again, I, I was taught long time ago, you know, the, uh, you receive the Spirit by faith. You know, and I was like, oh, really? I had a, such a wonderful experience at repentance and I, 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 but there is still a lack, you know. There is a beautiful part of being forgiven, but there, I needed one thing that is missing. I needed power. So I thought I received the Holy Ghost until somebody took me to the books of Acts, you know. Again, you know, don't leave home without it. In the books of Acts, chapter 8, verse 5 to 8, it reads like this, you know. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached, the, preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did for unclean spirits, crying out with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed and there were great joy in that city. Amen. I want you to notice this. 
You know, in this particular scripture, it talks about, you know, they are seeing miracles. They are seeing unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed, many who were paralyzed, lame, were healed. There was great joy in the city. There was revival. You would think that they have received the Holy Spirit, right? They believe. Amen. And then in, in, in that further on, that scripture in verse 12, you know, let's turn there real quickly. Verse 12, he says, But when they believed Philip as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Amen. Again, miracles, healing, the word of God being preached, people believe, people getting water baptized in Jesus' name, you know, and, 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 and you would think they by now they believe by faith they should receive the Holy Ghost. But here's what in Acts chapter 8, verse 14 and 16 says. You know, uh, it says this, Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. Why? whom when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit for as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So there is an experience that, that, that the Samaritan, Samaritans did not experience. Amen. They have not been filled with the Holy Ghost yet. They responded being baptized. They responded believing the gospel. But now they have to send the Peter and John to pray them through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. There is an added experience. You need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. This is the power. This is the teacher. This is the guide. This is the one that will bring comfort to our spirits. Amen. This is the one that, 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 that you know, uh, 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 is going to change our lives. Amen. And, uh, okay. You know, say, oh, 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 but there's only one instance. Let's, let's turn to the book of Acts chapter 10. Verse 1 and 2. Acts chapter 10, verse 1 and 2. Amen. Let's, let's move to that scripture real quickly. Acts chapter 1 and 2. It goes like this. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment, a devout man, a man who feared God with all his household, who gave arms generously to the people and pray to God always. Then in verse 3 and 4, about the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers and your arms have come up as a memorial before God. Amen. So I want you to notice this. Cornelius was a devout man, one who feared God, who gave alms generously to the people, and he prayed to God always. He was a prayer warrior, a spiritual man, and could see visions of angels. Amen. I, I would say that he is a spiritual man. Amen. I would say that surely he would have received the Holy Spirit. So then let's turn to Acts chapter 10, verse 5 and 6. Amen. Now, send men to Joppa. And send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging with Simon a tanner, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. 
Acts chapter 10, verse 44 to 48. Amen. While Peter was still speaking this word, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word and those of the circumcision, which is the Jews who believed were astonished as many came with Peter because of the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out onto the Gentiles also. How do they know? Verse 46, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. And Peter answered, can anyone forbid water that this should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. And they asked him to stay a few days. Amen. I think this is a very interesting story. And it's because of this story, because of this man Cornelius, and because the evidence of tongues, the Jewish people knew that the gospel was for not just only their particular uh, 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 ethnic group, but it was for the Gentiles as well. This is the first time Peter preached the gospel to the Gentiles and because of Pentecost, because of this experience of people being filled with the Holy Ghost, the Jews went out to the Gentiles to preach the gospel. Without this experience, we will not have a chance, amen. So again, tongues is such a powerful manifested way that God will, will, will reveal to an individual that you are filled with the Holy Spirit, amen. I, I know I can go on and on and talk about this because I've been there before, you know. I, I was a denomination Christian and, and, and again, you know, uh, I didn't know what was going on and I was trying to live the Christian life out of my own willpower, but I realized one thing, behavior modification can never change the heart. I say again, behavior modification can never change the heart. It is when God takes that heart of stone, amen, and He will transplant it with a heart of flesh, amen, that He will pour His Spirit, and the way you know it is when you begin to speak in the new language that you have never learned before. It's called tongues, amen. That's the evidence according to the books of Acts that one is being filled with the Holy Spirit, Amen. Again, you know, me and my wife have a wonderful privilege to go to China. Amen. Uh, and, and, and it was just like, you know, preaching to Cornelius, you know, that, that there was a bunch of Chinese people. They were not filled with the Holy Ghost. And before I, I give the altar call, the Holy Spirit is poured out to them. So I want you to share this video with you. Amen. So that you can see, you know, this is somewhere in China. And, and again, the video is a bit blurish because we want to protect the identities of our brothers and sisters in China. So I'm going to play this video and we can watch it, you know, and, 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 and again, this is a powerful experience that the people were so hungry. I don't even need to give the order call. The Spirit of God just fell. Amen. So let's watch this video.
Amen. So Pentecost is a life-changing experience. It's a soul-saving experience. It is the first to step to eternal life, but it's more than just salvation. It is an intimate relationship with your God and Savior. Amen. It's a renewing of the mind. It is deliverance. It is joy unspeakable. It's miracles. It's blessing. It's life and purpose and meaning. Amen. So again, you know, we are excited that you came today. We want to make you aware there is more than just believing that receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but the way to respond, the way to receive the Holy Ghost, you need to repent. You need to be baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. And you need to seek for the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's another added experience. Amen. Again, we are so thankful for this experience. Amen. For those that have this experience, why don't we just thank the Lord for a moment. Amen. For His goodness and His mercies. Why don't we just thank the Lord for His, His goodness and His mercy. Come on, why don't we just lift our voice for a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you honor. We give you praise. God, you are indeed a great God. Lord, again, we, we worship you, Father. Lord, we worship you, God. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Amen. Father, we are so thankful for this beautiful reminder. Father, right now, Jesus. Lord, we are so thankful, God, Lord, that you choose, God, uh, Lord, to fill us with your spirit, God. And, and God, today we want to celebrate this wonderful day. Today, God, we want to celebrate Pentecost. God, today, come on, church, why don't we just leave our voice for a moment right now? Just let your voice go, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, God, for every household, God, that is watching this live right now. Lord, I pray and I, Lord, we do not want to quench the spirit. We do not want to grieve the spirit. But God, I know you are right there with your people. And Father, I pray right now, God, as we worship you. Lord, I pray that you will consume us, God, as a burnt offering before you, as an offering before you right now. That's it. And God, as we come into your presence, we are reminded, God, how you feel me, how you gave me the Holy Ghost. I remember when I came down the altar, God, not knowing what to do. Lord, mess up. My mind wasn't thinking straight, but I knew I needed a Savior. So I came down to the altar to seek you. I came down to the altar, God, to, Lord, make it right with you. And I pray, God, right now, Amen. If this is what you want to do, lift up your hands right now. Father, Lord, I just coming to you and I acknowledge, God, I'm not the place that I should be. Lord, I wrestle with a lot of things, God, in my life and I'm dissatisfied, God, and I need you. Lord, I don't even have peace. I don't know what peace really means, God, but your word says you come to give us peace, Father. And God, First peace that I need to make, God, is to make with you. God, right now, Lord, I'm asking you, God, that, that, that Lord, that you will forgive me of all sins. Lord, right now, God, when we were trying to be in charge, when we are trying to rule over our life, Father, Lord, the more we rule, the more fearful we become, the more frustrated we come. Lord, the more 
like we feel like a failure. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you remove, God, anything, God, that was standing away from my total surrender. Hallelujah, God, and we reach out to you right now. Come on, Tabernacle of Joy. Why don't we reach out to God right now? Lord, we reach out to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. And, and if you don't know what else to say, you release your tongue right now. By the authority and the name of Jesus, those that are watching in, those that are not filled with the Holy Ghost, come on, just reach out to the Holy Ghost because God wants to give your own personal Pentecostal experience. Come on. Why don't we just leave our voices all over the place, all over your living room, wherever you are. Let's worship the Lord in spirit and in truth oh lord right now jesus we are so thankful for all that you have done oh god that we will allow you to reign we will allow you to flow through us because your word says out of the belly shall flow rivers of living water father i'm thirsty lord i may not have any situation but i can tell you one thing i thirst god for you there's only one place god that you can feel me that's the place in my inner man god feel me again with your spirit come on wherever you are just leave your voice for a moment right now let's entertain god's goodness let's entertain this the beauty of his Holiness You can receive the Holy Spirit The Lord loves you The Lord wants to fill you with His Spirit The Lord wants to give you His power The Lord wants to give you That peace which surpasses our understanding Come on, just press in for a moment We got time It's only 11.35 Don't shut me off right now Amen Receive it in Jesus' name Receive your comfort Receive everything that you need Hallelujah, Jesus Have your way to your will Oh God Let's worship the Lord Amen Those of you that are filled with the Holy Ghost Let's worship the Lord in spirit and in truth Amen Let's celebrate this day of Pentecost Father we want to pause for a moment Thank you for filling me with your spirit Thank you God in the name of Jesus, have your way. Oh, do your will. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's celebrate His goodness. Hallelujah. I've been born again. Come on. I've been born again. In the name of Jesus, we give honor. We give you praise. Father, you are a good God. You are a good God. Amen. I, I know there's a lot of things to, you know, uh, to go through, you know, and sometimes, you know, you, you need someone to, to pray you through the Holy Ghost, you know, and if you want to know more about the Holy Ghost, I would recommend to you to join our class. You know, again, you know, uh, uh, there are many questions you may be uns uh, questioning yourself, you know, but isn't the Holy Spirit a gift uh, or, or the gifts of the Spirit? Not everybody will speak. You know, again, in this Bible study, you know, 
uh, uh, we're going to be covering those things. You know, again, there's a difference within the evidence of of the Holy Spirit in you and the gift of tongues. Amen. The gift of tongues will require interpretation, but there is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues is a whole different category. Amen. So if you want to know more, I would recommend you to sign up for a Bible study. Amen. Again, go to tapjoy.org slash UTB. Amen. And, and, and for those of you who may want to receive the Holy Spirit and don't know how, you can connect with the office, connect with those people that are giving you the link. We will more gladly to come and pray you or even baptize you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So again, or you can also, you know, download the app called Born Again app. We will be flashing that, that, that uh, uh, what kind of a video after this service amen again thank you for watching us online why don't we just leave our voices for a moment and ask god to bless your remaining day amen let's celebrate pentecost amen let's celebrate pentecost and share pentecost with someone maybe you have a guest a visitor two persons <laughs> coming to your house a perfect opportunity to talk about your experience of being filled with the holy ghost amen so shall we shall we just leave our hands let's begin to pray father in the name of jesus before we close this service lord I'm asking God that you will bless all our, 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 our brothers and sisters, Lord, that you keep them safe. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, that you watch over them. Father, I pray, God, that your hands of love will be upon them. I pray, God, that, that today, God, that, you know, today, God, that you will touch them. Today, God, that you will uh, bring protection over their homes and their families. So I, I thank you for all that you are doing. And I'm asking God that today, Lord, let it be a special moment that we can share with someone else this day of Pentecost experience again. Lord, I'm so thankful, God, that you're still pouring out your spirit upon all flesh. Lord, let somebody be filled with the Holy Ghost today. Father, we pray over all around the churches around the world who is celebrating this beautiful occasion. Lord, that you will use this occasion, oh God, use this occasion, Lord, to fill someone with the Holy Ghost, whether they are in church, whether they are watching online. I bless you, Father, because this is your great will, Father, in the name of Jesus and all God's people say, Amen. God bless you. Have a great week ahead of you. Amen.